It's time for the role-playing hour. Give a birthday present to yourself. Switch off now. My, my birthday today. I wonder if anyone remembered. I, I, I remember my my last birthday. I remember how that went. I bought a cake. I, I waited for people to, to get home. Ten o'clock and still no one is home. I told them it was my birthday. I marked it on the calendar. I told them I'd be waiting. But here I am, all alone. (coughs) Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to... (laughs) Happy birthday, dear DM. <laughs> but that was then. This is now. I'm, I'm going to remain positive. They may actually come this time. They may come back to their own flat where they live instead of purposefully avoiding it all night. And they they may actually remember it's my birthday. Maybe. Look on the ceiling there. Is that a... It's a spider. Is it alive or dead? It's been sitting there for days. I remember. It must just be a, a skin, a shell left and the spider moved on. A whole new year for the spider, leaving its old exterior behind. A Friday night. (laughs) I bet they're all out drinking somewhere, having fun after work. That's what people do on a Friday night, isn't it? Have fun with their friends. Of course, they could go to a party. Uh, What to do to pass the time till they get back? It's my birthday! I should be having fun! I should be celebrating! Uh, maybe I listen to the radio. No, nothing good on the radio on Friday nights. Maybe, maybe no one loves me. Maybe I'm all alone. Maybe this is a sign that I should, that I should. I mean, there is a, a window. <sighs> so many stories up. So easy. So easy to. I tried to be nice to them. I tried. I started wearing this veil so they wouldn't have to look at me. I tattooed these insults in reverse on my body so I would always remain humble and remember how crap I am. I did that for them because I was in a charitable mood and think of their feelings. But there's the window. Do I want another year of... Another year of... No, no, no. They're coming. They're coming. <laughs> must must have faith. And besides, they, 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 they thought of me before, haven't they? They have. Uh, I mean, one birthday, they got me a present. I remember. They, they, they enrolled me in UniSA's male studies course, where I learned many interesting things. I learned... I learned that apparently women are all sluts and whores, and men are oppressed because something... I learned poor argument technique and how to manipulate statistics. I learned that we 
really do need a term for men's rights because though feminism means the fight for equality between sexes and genders so intuitively you would think the men's rights movement essentially is redundant and though feminism has many different schools of thought ranging through various points of view so in theory the issues men want addressed could slot neatly into several of those pre-existing schools the word feminism is terrifying because it has femme in the title, and men are terrified of vaginas, and rightfully so, I learned after attending my men's studies course, and they told me to share their terror of vaginas. Men will be happy, I learned, in a world with no vaginas at all, and especially with none that are attached to things that can talk, think, or feel. Perhaps robo-vaginas. Perhaps some sort of disembodied vaginal clone meets. Perhaps that's the way forward to seeing that men truly get the rights they deserve. Men are afraid when there are other voices than their own, with other opinions, and with good reason. And we should fight for our right not to be afraid. <clears throat> anyway, I wonder what my housemates would think if they all came in and found me dead. Dead on my birthday. <laughs> what they would... That would show them, you know? Yes, yes, that would show them. But I wouldn't be able to see me showing them, so it would kind of take the thrill away of me showing them. Maybe if I take the time machine and watch me showing them and see who comes to my funeral. Hmm, who does come to my funeral? I might just get the time machine and find out. Well, that was depressing. <sighs> Judging by the fashions, that was soon, too. Do I even get another birthday? Is this the last one? The last year of the DM? Would people say goodbye to me that easily? Well, maybe, maybe it's for the best. Those few people who did show up for the funeral all seemed pretty happy, laughing and chatting. Wait, maybe if I use a time machine to go and do something really bad to them, then they'll be crying at my funeral. Yeah, I'll break Jim's knees, and I'll, 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 I'll kill Clutterbuck's mom, and then they'll be sad when I die for unrelated reasons. But still, they'll be sad. No, that's, that's too much effort. All the things I've lost. All the things I've never done. And that great hole at the center of me. Nothing could ever really make up for it, could it? I only have myself to blame. No party, no gathering, no present. Could ever really make up for what age and laziness, inactivity and lack of ambition have taken from me, and which now can never be returned. That's the truth of a birthday party. A cocktail umbrella stuck into an apple to cover the latest rotten spot. A balloon held out near the eye to obscure the image of an oncoming train as you stand on the tracks. Pieces of you fall away like you're a leper and you smile and pretend it isn't happening and put a party hat on your necrotizing head trying not to think of all the darkness. All the opportunities you'll never have again. And none of those transitory or temporal things, those objects, those gatherings, those possessions, that small talk, that inane music can ever cover up that stinking pit inside of you, that gaping open wound surrounded by flies and scabs down which the fetid juices of your rot are slurrying. There's the window. So many stories down. Maybe I... Maybe... Maybe I should just... Maybe I should just... <laughs> Happy birthday, DM! Happy birthday! <gasps> you're, you're, you're here! 
true. Yeah, I know last year we lied and said we had to stay in late at the office, but actually we all went drinking and dancing with our friends without you. But this year we thought, hey, let's make up for all those past years by actually celebrating the DM this time. Oh, wow, and all of you are here. Wait, where, where's Wendy? She had to stay in late at the office. Anyway, tonight we're going to drink DM and play some tunes. And I brought a cake. <gasps> Cotterbuck, did you bake it? No, I bought it from the shop. Oh, that's even better. And take off your veil, DM. Tonight is a night to let your hair down. Oh, wait, that was accidentally insensitive, considering your early onset male pattern baldness and your thinning scalp. I read online the other day that men with hair are most attractive. Bald men are next attractive, and men with thinning hair are least attractive. Isn't that an interesting fact, DM? Yeah, it's very interesting. But anyway, tonight you've got to be able to relax, take off the veil, and rub off some of these tattoos. See, Clutterbuck, I told you they were Hannah. Real tattoos are too expensive. Just have a drink, be rowdy, and have a blast. I've got the uh, tunes lined up. The neighbours can complain, but this is going to be on top of the wall. I suppose it's all drum and bass and Skrillex and Katy Perry and other pop monstrosities. No, sir, tonight's playlist is all Andrew sisters. <gasps> You knew! Yep, DM, we knew that you feel safe enjoying pop monstrosities from the past. People who are safely dead. Oh, Clutterbuck, it's not just that they were pop monstrosities, it's that they were part of the industrial political machine manipulating the public for World War II. It really is music that harkens back to a simpler time, isn't it, DM? Oh, boogie woogie bugle boy, wake me up so I can go and mutilate the Japanese dead. <laughs> Have a shot, DM. Okay! <coughs> Good, isn't it? I bought a bottle of my favorite kind of alcohol, but you can share. More shots for the DM! Yeah. I agree. Here's my favorite alcohol, DM. But the birthday boy needs a shot. <coughs> oh, thanks, guys. And one more thing, DM. Oh, yes, the important thing. Oh, really? What? We might have got you a little present. Oh, really? Oh, you shouldn't have. Yes, DM. For your birthday, we got you a pony! (laughs) Oh my god, a pony! (gasps) He's so beautiful! Look at his long, brushable hair! His intelligent eyes! His old man whiskers! His withers! His fetlocks! His croup! Oh, his croup! Yep, DM, we saw him, thought of you. Our present to you. We got him some hay, figured you can just keep him here in the lounge. Oh, this is so great! You are so nice! I just cannot believe that! Wait, I'm... uh, I'm I'm, I'm lying on concrete. What was that, an hallucination? I'm naked. I'm bruised! I I have a splitting headache! Marks on my wrist like I tried to cut myself! Did I get drunk alone and dream all that about the party? Was it all just my imagination and... Whoa, get up, DM. Those first few shots made you pretty dizzy, huh? Yeah, usually I drink much cheaper alcohol. Wait, 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 wait! The lying alone and ruined on the concrete? That was a hallucination. This is real! I have a pony! I'm at a party! Everything is perfect and I have no cares! Oh, happy day! This is John Leeson, and I hate... The role-playing hour, because I have to hide behind the sofa whenever their terrifying show comes on. This is Lance Hendricks, and I hate the role-playing hour because they smell bad and they make my cocker spaniel uncomfortable. I have a pony! I am the happiest boy on earth! This is a perfect birthday! 
Here's a brush so you can brush him. Here's a blanket so you can blanket him. I'll put some straw down and he can just live here between the table and the couch. Oh, look, his first poop. Good for manure if we had a garden. We'll put it in a bag and sell it. It's like he's pooing gold. I'll ride him around the house. Come on, boy. <laughs> yeah. He makes you uh, so much taller, DM. Yeah, but you don't have to ride him side saddle. I like riding side saddle. Yeehaw! Whoa, boy. Whoa, 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 whoa. There you go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Here, have a metwurst. Yeah, eat it down. Eat it down. Mmm, have a bit more. Have a bit. Oh, so my finger. There you go. Mmm, uh, he needs a name. <laughs> a name, huh? A name. I'll call him Scootage. Because he scoots? In medieval times, nobles had to provide the king with a fully equipped knight, including horse, in times of war. It was one of their duties, but if nobles didn't want to provide a knight or couldn't, then instead they paid a fee, a tax. With that fee, the king could buy a knight. The fee was called scootage. <laughs> See, it's clever and funny and historically accurate. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Those are the wrong cricket noises. There we go. I thought you'd name it Christopher David Mattel Peter. What with your Doctor Who fetish? I guess you lost that bet, Jim. Oh, boys, but those are the names of actors from the new Doctor Who. Clearly, as a purist, I prefer original or, as I call it, classic Doctor Who. TV audiences were just more sophisticated back then. Don't ask me why. The stories in classic Doctor Who were more in-depth, original, and varied than now. For example, in one story, the Great Intelligence attacked with lumbering Yeti robots. In another story, the Great Sutek attacked with lumbering mummy robots. In another story still, Professor Kettlewell attacked with a lumbering robot robot. You just don't get that kind of highbrow literary complexity in today's appeal to the slack-jawed children modern iteration. Speaking of uh, lumbering mummy robots... I also got you this mysterious canopic jar I found at the antiques auction, DM. You went antiquing? I went antiquing. I am going antiquing. I am antiquing in my head right now. It works in all tenses, DM. I live for antiquing. Okay, cool. A canopic jar. A jar used to store the viscera of dead pharaohs for the afterlife. Part of the mummification process. Empty, I presume? I don't know. Rub it and make a wish. That's magic lamps, Clutterbuck. The viscera of dead pharaohs don't grant you wishes. If your wish was to receive the mummy's curse, maybe they do. Of course, uh, there are no viscera inside. That would be stupid. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just open up the canopic jar to prove how silly that is. <laughs> there we go. Nothing but a strange cloud of dust swirling around in eerie patterns. Totally fine. Thanks for the canopic jar, Clutterbuck. Hey, I got it, and I wondered who needs some extra space to store their viscera. And, you know, I thought of the DM. Was that a fat joke? Maybe. DM, for your party, do you just want to stay here or do you want to go out somewhere? I mean, this could be like the pre-party and then we have a proper party out somewhere, Lasing maybe? Hey, 
yeah, that's a good idea. Be players, go out and get our groove on, another slang I don't know the meaning of. I can ride Scootage there. Scootage could party with us. <gasps> Scootage can sing karaoke. Perfect. <laughs> I'll just get myself ready, pretty myself up, you know. I wasn't planning to go out anywhere, just get some more Dutch courage. <laughs> Thanks for the alcohol, Jim. Okay, I'll be right back. I'm just going to the bathroom for a minute. Now, let's see. To pretty myself up for <clears throat> for going out. <laughs> my, my comb over. Do I want to comb it to the left or the right today? Oh, but I can get a bit of a wisp over here. Get a bit of a wisp there. That's good. And a strategically placed party hat here to cover my bald spot. That way, people know it's my birthday, but they won't know I'm bald. <laughs> uh, gonna need a bigger party hat. I wonder if they sell them an extra large. And let's see, my nose. Oh, my nose is covered in blackheads as normal. But wait, there's a spot with no blackhead. I better fill that in with a black biro. They're consistent. And oh, my unruly beard. Well, I could perform very minor grooming on it. Take it from a huge mess into a sculpted masterpiece of haute couture. Should only take a moment. Let's see, I get out my clipper, set it to number five, and... Oh, ruined it. Now one bit is way shorter than the other. Whole patch is missing. I, I'd better just leave it. Don't want to do any more damage. Oh, and look, my porgy skin is broken up by a little tan mark. Uh, that must be the crack in my curtains. I'll just wipe some toothpaste over there to make it all consistent. And now I just brush my teeth. Alright, this tastes very strange. <laughs> oh, Wendy's vaginal fungus cream! God damn it. Dear. What a strange shadow in the mirror behind me. It seems to be made of fat dust. What are you? My, my name my, 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 is Dismorphius. I am the living embodiment of body dysmorphia. The pharaohs imprisoned me 7,000 years ago because I made them all think they could not live up to the body image ideals of hieroglyphics. But now, I am free. Those Egyptians, you know, wanted to lose so much weight for the big party in the afterlife. They liposuctioned out their own viscera. Oh, wow. And so you, you, you feed off the energies of people judging their bodies unfairly, is that it? That, that is correct. Is People making unreasonable and incorrect judgments about their appearance is haunting. Excessive misconception from a person about the way they believe they look is my milk. Oh well, does it does it hurt? Is it at all bad for me if you if you feed off me? Well, no, it doesn't hurt exactly. Though I make you feel pretty shit about yourself. Hey, you know, it's my birthday. I'm feeling pretty generous. Have a freebie, Dysmorpheus. Have a feast. Very well. Tell me about how you believe you look. <clears throat> okay, I repeat. I repeat some of my greatest hits for you, if you'll indulge me. <clears throat> I have a nose that resembles the penis of a Michelangelo statue. I have a beard similar to the mold growing on a ham that has been left ten days by a bar heater. I have cheeks like two bandages that have fallen off a diabetic's necrotizing feet. I have a face like what's left over in the bucket after someone finishes grouting a urinal. I have ears that look like the Rorschach pattern left in the entrails of a possum after it gets run over by a road train. I have eyelashes that look like flies landed on my face and their legs got stuck before I plucked off the bodies. I have hair like the pube-covered dirty sheets left on laundry day at a men's shelter. 
I have a paunch that resembles a transparent compost bag overloaded with fermented peelings of potatoes. I have buttocks and other spitting image of two bulldog corpses compacted together at the bottom of a wheelie bin. I have lips that look like someone cut off the combs of two roosters and stapled them to a dugong's butthole. I have eyes easily mistaken for two condoms filled with frog spawn. I have man boobs that look like someone stuck baby bottle teats on the bags in the medical waste bin at the liposuction clinic. I have eyebrows that recall a feather boar worn by a 48-year-old crackhead prostitute. I have a face that calls to mind a soccer ball filled with the contents of a drip tray from a chicken deep fryer and then it's been kicked into a wall. I have testicles that make one think of two coconuts which have broken open and the contents are being eaten by masked cockroaches. I have a penis that's the same as what's left after a basketball player in Doc Martens accidentally steps on a snail. I have teeth that call to mind an accident scene in which someone drove over a picket fence with a combine harvester and one of the broken off stumps punctured the fuel tank. My legs might make someone think that a person has cut the legs off a newborn goat and sold them to a beached whale. How is that? Hmm. Well, all that is accurate. Damn you. A very accurate description. You show clarity of judgment and demonstrate acutely intellectual and objective critical faculties. There is no energy I can get off you. I cannot feed off you at all. You do not have body dysmorphia, only aesthetic sense. Well, sorry. Better luck elsewhere. Thanks for trying. No problem. Well, guys, I'm ready. Let's go out drinking with my pony. What are you doing, Clutterbuck? I'm painting Scootage's hooves with nail polish. So more pretty now. Oh, oh, good idea. Scootage can be the most beautiful of us all. I'm braiding his hair. It's my present, guys. I wanted to braid his hair. My name is Freddie Williams II, and I hate the role-playing hour because they turned me into a juvenile delinquent. This is Jonathan Frakes, and I hate the role-playing hour so much that whenever I hear it, I want to eject my warp core. Ride, Scootage, ride! Aw, can we ride too, DM? You can walk. Scootage is too small to carry all of you. Ride, Scootage! Take me to the karaoke bar! Walk, Jim and Clutterbuck! Walk to the karaoke bar! Maybe, maybe we could all get a bus? If we got a bus, I'd have to buy Scootage an extra ticket. Probably two, because it'd take up two seats. We walk! At least we're getting some exercise. I feel so grand riding my birthday pony. I tower an extra half a foot higher than I was before. I'm a king among men! Have you got those uh, beer bottles stashed in your pockets, DM? Sure, here's one, Clutterbuck. Saddlebags! Saddlebags! That's what Scootage needs. <laughs> Saddlebags for stashing beer. I shall have a beer myself. <laughs> I'm the birthday boy! I'm the birthday boy! Oh, wow, look at that pony. She's so sweet. Oh, I just want to pat her. Hello, ladies. Yes, you may pat Scootage. She's so beautiful. Look at her long hair. You're so lucky. <laughs> I am. I am. So, what are your plans for tonight? Oh, we're just going to get wasted. Yeah, existential ennui. You know, unrealistic dreams. Our lives haven't turned out like we wanted. So we thought we'd go ahead and numb the pain with social binge drinking. Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. In fact, I'm the birthday boy. Oh, happy birthday, birthday boy. Where are you and the pony going? We're going to karaoke. You should come too. Oh, well, we're meeting friends somewhere else first. 
But we can hit up karaoke later. Yeah, we'll see you there, birthday boy. And we'll see you too, beautiful miss. Okay, see you later. You see that, guys? I have to thank you, Chip and Clutterbuck. This is the best birthday present ever. We're glad you like it, DM. It's like I'm disabled because I'm so ugly, and this is my seeing-eyed pony. Huh? I'm ugly and no one wants to talk to me, right? Right. Obviously. But this pony I'm riding side saddle is beautiful. Everyone wants to touch him and stroke his hair. And why wouldn't they? When I'm on the pony, they don't see me. They just see the pony. My ugliness disappears because I have the pony's beauty to support me like a prosthetic leg. Damn, police. Stash the beers. Oh, right. I'll, I'll drink mine very quickly and throw it away. <laughs> Oh, wow, look. Police on police horses. Wow, look look how, look how big and strong those police horses are. They're twice as high as my pony. An old muscle. Oh, hello, officers. Uh, it's okay, Scootage. Don't be scared. G'day evening. We thought we heard a bottle breaking, son. That wasn't you, was it? G'day evening. Yeah, it wasn't you, was it? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. My pony must have... My pony must have stepped on a bottle or some such. Right, right. Have a bloody evening, then. Yeah, have a bloody evening. Jeez. That was close. Ugh. I'm gonna need another beer to calm me down. Here, have some more rum. I stashed it in my pants. Oh, I feel like a teenager again. <laughs> and here's the karaoke bar. I'll just park Scootage and tie him to the lamppost. There you go, little Scootage. There you go. Mmm. <laughs> Wait, which, which way is the ca There it is. Okay, there it is. Hello, karaoke, sir. And welcome to your karaoke. I mean, let me in your karaoke. I mean, welcome me to your karaoke. 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 You can't come in here. You're too drunk. How dare you say that, sir? Perhaps you should stop injecting steroids into your eyeballs or your ball balls, and then you would see better. Plus... You've hid bottles in your jacket. I can hear them clinking. No, sir. You may have hidden a sock in your jeans, but I've no bottle in my places. Places? I forgot where you said I had them. That sentence was too long. Come on, damn. Let's forget it. This bouncer isn't going to budge. No, I'm the birthday boy. I am the birthday Boy, and my pony wants to sing karaoke. We demand to be let in together. <clears throat> and my and my gay friend, you have to let him in. It's equal opportunity. I'm sorry, you can't come in, sir. You are being drunk and abusive. <gasps> then you're discriminating against gays and ponies. And pony gays. Pony gays. Pony gays. Let me in, and Clutterbuck has Down Syndrome. So you have to let him in. And you have to marry him. Please move along, sir. I said you have to marry him! Please, sir, clear the entryway. Is it because it's Filipino? Let's just go, DM. No, I'm the birthday boy. I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm gonna take this branch over here. I'm just, I'll pick it up in a minute. It's there. No, oh, uh, how many of them are there? Three? Uh, this one? No, that one doesn't exist. This one! I'm gonna take this branch. There we go. 
stand on and get up in that pony and I charge you on ponyback and I run you through this twig. I'm calling the police to move you along, sir. I'm charging. Good evening. Good evening. Oh, officers. Officers. We would like to note that you are attempting to operate a bestial conveyance while under the influence. You are drink driving a horse. No, 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 I'm not. Besides, <laughs> besides, I'm the birthday boy. Quick, scootage, run, take me home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DM, your pony is still tied to the lamppost. We will just dismount our bestial conveyances and we will now book you. In fact, we can walk you to the station just around the corner. No, but I'm, I'm the birthday, I'm the birthday boy. The birth I'm the birth I'm the birthday boy He's my CAI pony I'm the birthday boy I'm the birthday boy How about those huge strong police horses? Yeah, they seem to be looking over scootage. I'd say they're really looking over scootage. Jim, do I look like I have Down syndrome? No, you just have a big forehead, that's all. It's noble. A noble brow. Oh, oh my god, look at the police horses. Oh my god, they're they're raping scootage. <laughs> No, but he's a boy pony. They don't care, Clutterbuck. Look at their huge long horse penises going into scootage. No, you'll tear him open. You'll rip him apart. Oh, scootage. Damn you, Adelaide police horses. I don't know if we should go in and do karaoke or what we should do with our evening now. <laughs> Listeners, have you ever had a birthday present that was ruined on the first day? If so, tell us about it. Or you can just send in your birthday wishes for the DM. The number to dial is 83135000. Or you can write on our Facebook wall at facebook.com slash theroleplayinghour. R-O-L-E. You're listening to Clutterbuck, Jim Scootage and me, the DM, here on the Role Playing Hour on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM Digital Radio and online. Our old episodes can be found at our WordPress site at theroleplayinghour.wordpress.com and more recent episodes at the Radio Adelaide website itself. But right now, call in on 83135000 or write on our Facebook wall and tell us about any time your birthday present was ruined on the same day you got it or just send in your birthday wishes. For the DM, he needs a little bit of cheering up around this time right now. This is Robert O'Reilly, and I hate the role-playing hour. I wish their BO and inconsistent hygiene would be banished from this world and into the halls of Stolokar. Oh, go suck the big one. <laughs> this is Corin Nimick. Do you hate the role-playing hour? Not a problem. I'll get them cancelled faster than you can say synchronized swatches. Ah, seriously. You're still making me do this Parker Lewis shtick? You think this is funny? You guys are complete fu- So did you guys have any birthday presents that were ruined on the first day? Either of you two? Hmm. Anyone at home? 83135000. Let's see, we have from... Steve on the wall, we have Happy Birthday DM. May Scootage bear you on many a drunken humiliation tonight. Well, he he, he tried. <laughs> he, <clears throat> Happy Birthday DM says Victor. May you roll twenties, even though you're old and emaciated, like a chicken's cloaca left in the desert for a week. 
Much love. <laughs> <laughs> that one is getting a like, that's for sure. Uh, and the other one is old. Okay. So, <clears throat> or any? do you have any other, any funny birthday presents? Oh, hang on. And Stephen says, happy birthday. DM, I dressed as Dora for my son's party. I still have the suit if you would like a fantasy visit. Oh, that one's getting a like. A big like. Wet, sloppy like. <clears throat> I do have this, uh, I, I know a family, it's a small story, I know a family who, uh, they, they, every birthday, it's a tradition in their family for some reason, and they uh, have, they give the present, two presents. Birthday, it's weird how some families have a tradition of celebrating birthdays. Uh, no, 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 the present giving. Uh-huh. They, mm-hmm. they have two presents, and one of them is the, the actual gift, mm-hmm. and the other one is socks and underwear, mm-hmm. and they, the boxes can look whatever shape, size they want. And if they pick the socks and underwear, they only get socks and underwear. If they pick the toy, they only get the toy. What? So what happens to the toy if they don't pick it? They sell it, I think. They throw it in a furnace? Yeah, I'm not sure what they do with sell it. Sell it on eBay? But it, they, it's so cruel. They, they have get, to watch like, people bid. They probably beat their kids with it. They can get like, really deceivingly. Like The grandma got a really big box, like a 6 by 4 kind of box, you know, huge box. And the, uh, the other box was really tiny. And so like you'd have to think which one is the right one. She'd probably choose the big one just on the off chance it was her coffin so she could escape this horrible family and their that's stupid a lot of, games. That's also a lot of, like, uh, socks and underwear, like a, like a man-sized box of underwear. Man-sized underwear. Well, your granny panties are pretty big. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Pretty big. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's my story. Where's yours? Mm. I'm trying to remember. I'm having trouble remembering my birthdays. Did you just blank them out? Something like that. Well, if you want a present... Uh, well, for, you could give Radio Adelaide a present as well. It's not their birthday, but uh, you could show their appreciation by subscribing to Radio Adelaide, and it does make a difference. Most people at Radio Adelaide are donating their time and effort uh, and paying a bit of money themselves to be on the air. Uh, so every bit of every little contribution from the community does help. It is a community station supported by the community. So if you subscribe, you might think, what's in it for me? Well, you get a magazine sent out to you. It's full color. It comes out a couple of times a year at least. And it has a program guide in it. But someone who subscribes this month will win double passes to two of Adelaide, Fest- of Adelaide Festival's showcase events. Take a seat on stage and enjoy Shakespeare's power trilogy going on all around you with Roman tragedy. So you get to be in the middle of a Roman tragedy. How appealing is that? Experience a choreographic voyage from Bat-Shiva. Bat-Shiva. Batshit Insane Batshiva Dance Company with Sade 21. An explosion of beauty and control. Wait, hold on. So you're in That's the, the best kind of couple. You're in the middle of the, of the play. Mm-hmm. You're sitting in the middle so of the play. Titus Andronicus is baking you into a pie. <laughs> oh, boy. That would be really awkward. I just mm. imagine watching that from the stands. You just feel like like cringy for watching the person sitting in the middle just going, mm. like, what do I do? But it's an explosion of beauty and control. Oh, that's true. Which is, yeah, if I see a beauty, I try to control her. Yeah. Manacle her to the radiator. Like, uh, what's that movie with the Wendy? Wendy? Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday from the Adams family, and she gets manacled to a radiator. Black snake moan? <laughs> Is that some kind of porno? No! It's, got, it's not a porno, obviously, because it's got Samuel L. Jackson in it. Jesus. Uh-huh. It's his motherfucking Wednesday doing chain to my motherfucking radiator. Uh, that was terrible. Okay, well, uh, that's it. We got nothing. So we'll go on and continue with the birthday fun. This is Patricia Quinn, 
and I hate role-playing R, because I was nice, and I asked for nothing, and those bastards gave me nothing in abundance. This is Jewel Estate, and I hate the role-playing hour, because they remind me too much of that hitchhiker I killed and buried beneath the floorboards. Even when I cover my ears, I can still hear that heart beating. <laughs> oh my god, I can't do that one. There, there, Scootage. There, there. Have another blankie. Oh, he's shivering. You poor, beautiful darling. Here, have an ice pack. Oh, yes, it's cold, isn't it? But you're safe in the house now. I'm sorry we didn't get a warranty or anything, DM. Yeah, do warranties cover rape by police horses? He doesn't need a warranty. I don't need a replacement. I only want Scootage. Well, we've got Scootage home safe. Shall we go out again? We haven't even got our party on yet. Well, I mean, I guess the police did let me off with a warning. The police! Oh, I'm suing. Maybe they'll give me one of their police horses in compensation, and then Scootage can revenge rape him. DM, revenge rape rarely solves anything. Poor darling. Okay, Jim, we can go out again soon. I think Scootage just wants to rest anyway. Did you see how he canted funny all the way home? Tender. Yeah, poor thing. After all that excitement and drinking on the way, I'm looking a bit worse for wear. I might get ready before we go out again. Yeah, me too. I'd better go to the bathroom and spray myself with half a can of deodorant. Scootage. Hey, Dysmorphius, ancient god of body dysmorphia. You're still around. Yes, yes. hello, dear. But I'm talking to Scootage now. Scootage. Don't you wonder, Scootage. Don't you wonder why those police horses did that to you. Well, they did that because they were big evil brutes. It wasn't Scootage's fault. Shh, let, let me let speak. Let Scootage, Scootage cannot consciously hear me, but I am like a little voice inside, nagging up from his subconscious. Scootage, did the horses do it perhaps because you are too fat? Could that be it? Or are you too thin? Yes, too thin, so they saw a target. Wait, let me get out my measuring tape. Girth, length. No, wait, no. Scootage isn't too fat or too thin. Dysmorphias, don't be horrible. There's nothing wrong with Scootage, apparently, according to my measuring tape. Shush, dear. But there must be a reason, right, Scootage? A reason why they chose you. Is it because you look like a little girly pony? Is it because you're not masculine enough? Dysmorphias, it doesn't matter if Scootage looks like a girl or a boy. He doesn't have to conform to gender norms. He's beautiful just the way he is. You stop that now! What's, What's that, that Scootage? Scootage? You're wondering? Did you look like you were asking for it? Did you look like a slut? Was it your fault? Was it the slutty way you trotted? The slutty way you held your head? Oh yes, you look like a slut, don't you, Scootage? First of all, he can't hold his head, he doesn't have any fingers, and Dysmorphius, stop slut-shaming my pony! That's just not on! He's not a slut, and he can dress any way he wants, and show as much skin and fur and mane as he wants, and ear and ear. Flap his sexy ears around, and it's not an invitation for you or anyone. He's just flaunting what he's got, and it's loud, and it's fine. You look like you were asking for it, didn't you, pony? I said stop slut-shaming my pony! He's free to dress however he wants. Those police horses did what they did because they're naughty. There's no way of justifying it. Oh, oh, they're evil. 
They would have done it even if Scootage wasn't wearing nail polish on his hooves, and even if he didn't have braided hair. Scootage is innocent. They're bad. Scootage, Scootage, Scooty, Scooty, Scoo. You're not to blame at all, Scooty, Scooty, Scoo. <laughs> Oh yes, what made you stand out from the crowd, Scootage? There must be something wrong with your appearance. Maybe you look like a victim. Aren't you worried, Scootage, that the other ponies will look at you and they will just know? Everyone will look at you and think you're a dirty, dirty pony. It's as clear as if it was branded on your haunches. Isn't there a slutty shine to the fur on your gaskin? Don't you have a wanton-looking stifle? Don't you darken your chestnut make you look like a victim? Morpheus, you leave Scootage alone. There's nothing wrong with Scootage. Don't slut shame him and don't make him think there is something wrong with him. Oh, but DM, I feed on such self-doubts and delusions. I feed on body image issues. Oh, yes, they are delicious. Well, Scootage is beautiful. Well, his tail's a bit slutty now that you mention it. It's a pretty slutty tail. That's some unbelievably slutty... No, no, it doesn't matter if you have a slutty tail. You're allowed to have a slutty tail. Don't blame yourself. Scooty just done nothing wrong. He looks like himself. He looks the way he's supposed to look inside and out because he has a slutty tail on the inside too. And that's final. Now go bother someone else and never slut shame my pony again. Oh. You hear? You hear? You hear? Oh, fine. Suppose I'm looking on your flatmates. Clutterbuck, you nearly ready? Yes, Jim. Hmm, this Morpheus needs someone to feed on. Yes, so hungry. What about this one? la dee da dee da combing my hair. Oh, you look at you. So handsome. What? This one thinks he actually looks good? Can he see? This mistake, and this mistake, and that mistake? Oh, make kissy faces at me. Yeah, that's it. You're gonna be a lady killer tonight. Doesn't he know that when other people see him, they're judging him on this, and this, and this? Can't he see it in their eyes? You are so handsome. You look like Dom DeLuise Juan DeMarco. What about What does this other human here think? Dysmorphius must see. Oh, you sexy thing. And selfie, and selfie, and one more selfie. Ah, look at this beauty that stands before you, world, and gasp and prostrate yourselves. I dare say I'm almost ready to go out. But he thinks he is handsome too. Doesn't he see this flaw, this flaw, and that, oh, that terrible imperfection. My family are the luckiest people in the world because familial love is the only way to escape yearning for Jim. And what about that bad feature? And that bad feature? And that terrible defect? Doesn't he see it? How can he not see it? Ah, perfection. I look just like those guys on the magazines, Clutterbuck. I'm ready. How about you? Yep. Check it out. Oh, you look... <laughs> yeah, you look great. Thanks. I know. And how about me? Yeah, uh... You look, uh, you look Jim. I know I do. I can see the truth of that statement in your eyes. Hmm, oh, you, you were looking me in the eyes, Jim? No, of course I wasn't. I was too busy looking at myself in the mirror. Okay, let's go back out again. Let's hit the streets. They, they think they look great. When they don't, this is an entirely new form of self-delusion for me. And it tastes wonderful. 
I can feed off it just as well. It is body dysmorphia, but in the opposite direction. So in this century I have some beings who easily think they look way worse than they do, often because of things others have done to them, which they were completely innocent, but sometimes for no reason at all. They think they look terrible and actually look fine. And there are others who think they look amazing, and really they look very average or terrible. This era is paradise. Almost no one has the right idea about themselves, and every piece of culture around them is set up to make sure people continue thinking the wrong thing. And they treat each other terribly. This century is great. I'm going to have a blast here. Oh dear, I've eaten so much just from these two deluded individuals alone. Shit, is my duck fat? It's fat, isn't it? It's fat. You can tell me. Uh, maybe I should go down and ask the DM if I'm fat. Oh hey, Dysmorpheus. God of body dysmorphia. You still here? Yes, still hanging around. You seem to be the only one who can see me. Perhaps it is because you have an accurate idea of what you look like. It's only the dysmorphics who can't see me. DM, am I fat? Oh, well... It's funny about these self-judgments, isn't it? They are so often right. Like, touchy-feely people will be, oh, no, you look fine, so... And you let yourself get taken in. And that's where the real damage gets done. Like, let's be realistic here. I saw a thing online, and it was people writing their own self-judgments on their bodies. Like, a guy had written fat across his forehead on the photo, and that was supposed to be moving. And a woman had written disfigured. But the thing is, the guy was fat. That would absolutely be the first thing you thought when you saw him. And the woman, she had these Gorbachev-like red splotches over half her body. You would think disfigured the second you saw her. Her judgment about herself correlated 100% with the judgments others would make about her. So why tell them, no, it's fine, you're beautiful on the outside because you're beautiful on the inside. They're not beautiful on the outside. They should know that. I mean, beautiful is a thing, right? You are, you aren't. I didn't invent it, it's just there. So what if you're not beautiful? You're in good company. It doesn't matter. People should know what judgmental bastards are thinking about them all the time. If they know, then at least they can judge them right back. If you think something is wrong with your appearance, chances are you're probably dead right. The trouble is, everyone else has been listening to the touchy-feely people. They all think they're beautiful. And if they think they're beautiful, what happens? They think they're better than you. And that's where the problems start. They are just as pudgy and mouth-breathing and snaggletoothed as you are, but they look down on you because the magazine told them to embrace themselves and love themselves with their own unique and special beauty. No! It means all these ugly people are walking around with a superiority complex and treating other ugly people like shit. If we just realize that 99.9% .9 of us are ugly as shit, and we're all rowing in that ugly boat together, no one better than anyone else, then, well, then we're going to be nice to each other. Beautiful is meant to be unique. It's not meant to be a goal we can all strive for. Beautiful is beautiful because it is out of reach for most of us. As soon as we admit that and let go of beautiful and realize that most of us aren't supposed to be beautiful, us uglies can start feeling great about ourselves. We can start having a wonderful time. Yeah, you're fat. You're not fucking beautiful. No one thinks you're beautiful. So, I'm not beautiful either. I'm a fatty too. Look at her. She's got splotches. She's not beautiful. You're no better. So who cares? And still everyone is going to think, but, 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 but I'm the beautiful one and I secretly know it. No, you're not. You're normal looking. And normal is ugly. Ugly is normal. If you were beautiful, someone would have plucked you from obscurity already and you'd be on some billboard. And besides, all of that probably would have finished a few years ago if you're over 30. Because some might be beautiful, but everyone who doesn't end up dead ends up ugly first. We're all in the ugly boat or headed there. So we need to be nice to each other and just fucking forget beautiful. Even the beautiful are just beautiful for a moment and then they're unceremoniously dumped into the ugly boat. Being beautiful would be fucked up anyway because the ugly majority would hate you or want to be you or want to fuck you and they will abuse you or mess with your head and just destroy you somehow 
even while giving you stuff for free, and they'll just try to chew up your beauty for their own selfish urges. Your view of the world would be completely weird. If people had something traumatic and horrible happen, then they might be judging themselves incorrectly because of PTSD or whatever, but for everyone else, your self-judgments are probably exactly right. Unless you think you're fucking beautiful. Of course, even for uglies, there are always scales of things, and that will always cause problems. You see a guy with a worse problem than yours, you feel so much better than him, so relieved. You have thinning hair and a bald spot. I have thinning hair and a bald spot. I see a bald guy, I'm like, ha, yes, thank you, fuck that guy, he's worse off than me. I have a paunch, I'm not healthy, I'm overweight. I see a huge rotund fatty with hanging down tummy droops like multiple folds. I'm like, yes, fuck that guy, at least I'm better than him. The scale is only so important because I'm imagining beautiful up the top like it is reachable. There is no scale. There's beautiful and there's ugly. Who the fuck cares about degrees of ugly? No, we're all ugly. That's it. You're not better. You're not worse. You're fucking ugly. And it's the best thing in the world. You're ugly. I'm ugly. We're all ugly. It's the best thing for us. Now let's have a fucking drink. I'm the birthday boy.